the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, My name is Doyle Jackson. I'm a pastor here in Columbus, Ohio at the church next door, and I'm filling in for Bob today. He's been a little bit under the weather, and so I'm pitch hitting for him. I'm glad that you're listening. Don't run from the room just because there's a substitute here. You know, today we want to talk about some stuff that's in the news and, and yes, the Pope is in the news again, so I thought we would look at that today. I also have got this incredible story about a pastor. I always want to thank God for pastors when something neat happens. And there's a study out that actually indicates that you and I can do something to reverse the conditions of Parkinson's yeah, and also Alzheimer's. So well, I want to talk about some of those things. We're going to look at the news, and uh, we're going to look at God's Word today, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes when we look at the news, we can get overwhelmed, and uh, I feel that way, but I don't want to do that today, but at the same time, we've got to take an honest look at what's going on in our world, and we've got to address that. If you are a Bob Bernie fan, pray for Bob that he will recover quickly. He and his wife, Joy, uh, would appreciate it greatly, and um, I'm glad that we can be here today. You know, as a pastor, one of the things that I've found is one of the most powerful things you and I can do to make our life uh, more peaceful, more rested, is to look to the Word of God every day. And and that's what Bob does every day. That's why I'm amazed that he allows me uh, to substitute for him today. He would encourage you to look to the Word of God to interpret what's going on in your world today. And we have a lot of people that would like to, I don't know, manipulate you. They'd like to get you to to follow after their their designs, but but Jesus, he calls you and I to trust God. You know, today I was reading in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, okay? I, I read through the Bible, uh, and I like to study that. I have an app. It's actually called uh, A Year in the Bible podcast that you can uh, listen to if you'd like to. This is the second year we've done that. It's it's free. You just go to your podcast platform but but in Mark chapter 6 we have something very interesting happening. Jesus goes to his hometown. Now you got to realize he's just launched his ministry, he's just gotten started. In in Mark chapter 3, 
actually his family shows up and says, please, Jesus, come back home, stop this, you know? They're discouraging to him. And so in Mark chapter 6, Jesus returns to Nazareth, his hometown. And this is what it says in Mark 3. It says that um, he began to to uh, share on the Sabbath. He began to teach in the synagogue. And many who heard him were amazed, all right? Then they began to say, where did this man uh, get these things? They ask, what's the wisdom that's been given him? What are these remarkable miracles he's performing? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? And then they took offense at him. And when I read that every time, I'm like, I'm amazed. I'm like, how can you go from being amazed at Jesus to taking offense? And and this is what's going on in our world today. We we see amazing things going on. You know, we we have some wonderful things happening with technology, but then we get so easily offended. And I asked myself, do you think Jesus went home to Nazareth because he was trying to impress the people there? No, I don't think he was. I think that Jesus had compassion on, on the people there. He went there to share the good news. He he wanted them to experience the same wonderful miracles that other people were experiencing. He wanted them to experience the power of the kingdom of God. He taught us to pray. Our Father, we are in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. He was hoping to introduce us to the power and the will of God here on earth. But they took offense. They took offense because, well, it was the Sabbath day, and he wasn't following their rules. And and it goes on. And, and I think that you and I, what we want to do is we want to say, God, what are you doing in the earth today? And, and how can I be a part of it? And and yet, be prepared. There's always people that are ready to take an offense at, at what God is doing in the earth. And I think that's the, that's the stress, the pressure you and I feel every day when we look at the news. We hear about people that are just baking cakes, and, and people take offense because of uh, their cake company not wanting to bake a cake or wanting to bake a cake, or it's just— and you and I have to begin to to be sober minded, as the scripture says. Then it says, then it says that Jesus, in Mark chapter six, he, Jesus sends out the disciples to preach and to heal and 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 to share the kingdom of God, right? And you think he did that so that uh, they would impress people? Jesus is like bringing his disciples out, and and they're going to go do these things and impress people. No, I don't think Jesus sent them out to impress people. He says right there in verse 8, these were instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money, nothing in your belts. Jesus was trying to teach them, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to be under stressful situations, and you have to know this, your Father in heaven is going to take care of you. God will watch over you, and and he's going to bless you. Now, I think this is all structured because Jesus is trying to train his disciples to know, listen, they rejected me in my hometown. They all knew me. They saw the miracles, but that's okay. I'm still going to do what my Father has sent me to do. Are you prepared to be like that? I'm Pastor Doyle Jackson. I'm here today. I'm, I'm in for Bob. So if you think the voice is a little bit different, that's okay. It is different. But but I want to challenge you today Don't live to impress people. 
Don't live your life so that people will like you. Live your life because God is directing your life. Live your life because he's called you. He's appointed you because the life you had without Jesus, oh my, we were so far from God. We were so selfish, see? And then when you and I, when we come close to Jesus and we begin to to serve God, it's no longer about us. It's about him. It's about the kingdom of God. You keep going in Mark chapter 6. Then we have the story of John the Baptist, okay? John the Baptist has been imprisoned, okay? He's right there next to the Sea of Galilee, Tiberias area there, and he's been put in prison by Herod Philip, one of the sons of Herod the Great. Now, what's interesting about this story is, why is John put in prison? Do you think he was trying to impress Herod when he preached and he said, you know, Herod, you shouldn't be married to your brother's wife. See, that's what he did. Herod Philip went to Rome. He had another brother named Herod Philip in Rome, and he took his brother's wife. He brought her home. She already had this daughter. And then we have the story that that John the Baptist preaches against this. And, and you say, well, what's your point? We have people in the church today who are trying to impress people with their liberal, open view towards marriage. And what John the Baptist had said is, you know, it's wrong for you to take your your brother-in-law's wife. And then as we go on through the story, yes, we, we have uh, this party, and, and Herod is trying to impress, he's in trying to impress the world, and he has his stepdaughter dance for them. It's it's some form of perverted dance. And 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 he says, you can have half my kingdom. And she says, I want the head of John the Baptist. See, if John the Baptist was trying to impress people, he wouldn't have tried to, to speak out about that inappropriate marriage, that inappropriate... It, it's what teaches you and I that marriage is an important thing in Christianity. It teaches us to care about these things. I'm telling you this because you and I have to decide, do we want to impress man or do we want to impress God? Do we want to live for the kingdom of God or do we want to honor God? That's why Christian radio is here. It's a reason that that we work so hard every day. It's to help us sort through all the the wild things in our world to honor God and to, to give him first place in our life. And you and I today... Let's take some time. Let's open up the Word of God. Let's look at what's going on in the newspaper. Let's compare it to God's standard, and let's begin to lean in to what's best for us and say, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust the wisdom of your ways. I'm going to trust you in your Word today because that's what I need. I need the peace that comes from you, And, and that's why we're here today. I'm glad you're listening. This is Bob Bernie Live. I'm Doyle Jackson. I'm in for Bob today. When we come back, we're going to look at what the Pope has to say, what what he's doing, and, and more in the news. Radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. This is Pastor Doyle Jackson. I'm in today for Bob Bernie today, and um, 
I wanted to talk to you about, you know, why do we make the decisions we're making? Why are we living the way we're living? Are we doing it to impress people? We began today by looking at Mark chapter 6, and and Jesus didn't live to impress people. He lived to honor his Father, to fulfill his Father's will. And, you know, it's been in the the news lately about the Pope and his uh, his decision to invite the church, the Catholic Church, to bless same-sex same sex relationships. And and the reason this is important is because even within his own church, there's disagreement. Now, now what's interesting to me about this is that both the right and the left agree that what the Pope is doing is to blame to bless same-sex marriages, all right? So the, so the Pope is, he's opened the door for them to, to bless these same-sex marriages, and yet he wants to act like it's not a big deal, this is not really a shift in policy, when a re- reality it is. So a, a new report, Pope says, everyone will just calm down about same-sex blessings, okay? The Pope has been interviewed and it's now, this is on the, the religiousnews.com, uh, they're talking about how the Pope is just saying, if everyone will just calm down, the reason this has become an issue is because the the Catholic bishops of Africa, so these are actually Catholic bishops, part of the Catholic Church throughout Africa, they've written back, and they say, we respectfully disagree. You know, we, we cannot bless these same-sex marriages, and it not have a negative result in our world. Now, what's really interesting about this is we're beginning to to hear more word, more uh, reports from Africa, and, and the people there are saying, "Well, hold it, just a second. You're trying to colonize us. This is this is imperialism. This is you trying to impose your worldview on us." And I submit to you. The question is, who is the Pope trying to impress? Who is he trying to influence? Who is he trying to win favor with? And and the reason this is important is when when we begin to make these decisions, are we making our decisions based on the Bible, or is it because we're trying to impress somebody? Are, are we trying to win influence? We we live in a world that's all about the the staging of things, and and what the the Pope has done here is actually very condescending. His, his response is, he says, well, the, the African bishop's objection, well, it's a separate case. He actually says to them that they are a different culture, and so he begins to give them somehow, so the biblical standard doesn't apply. But that's not what the African bishops are saying. They're saying that we have a biblical worldview. We're, we're looking at the Bible, and we, and we don't see how this is even possible for us to look at that. And once again, the reason I say this is if we if we use the Bible as our example, and in this case, okay, in, in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, John the Baptist, he says no to a marriage between Herod Philip, who's who's not a part of, of Judaism, okay? He's not really a religious man. He is this tetrarch, but yet... John the Baptist calls him out 
for his behavior, that it's inappropriate to to take your brother's wife from him and take her as your own, and, and he calls him out according to that standard. We're not even talking about same-sex relationships. He's saying, you, you've gone beyond the distance. So it would appear that in that scripture, he has a higher view of marriage than, I don't know, many people that call themselves Christian today. And see, this is important because you and I have to decide— are are we gonna are we gonna allow the word of God to be our standard, or are we just gonna keep shifting with the culture? Listen, Africa, I, I've just visited there. I don't know, but it seems to me that the African bishops have a higher view of Scripture than what the Pope is saying right now. They they understand how it's going to impact their their culture. I think it's appropriate for them to say that, but they're saying they're saying we disagree with this based on Scripture. And that's the position that you and I have to decide we're going to take in life. Are we going to are we going to evaluate our life based on Scripture? Or are we going to to base it on the shift in our culture and and what the the culture wants? Are we trying to impress people? That's why I think when we go to the Scripture and we we see these these stories like John the Baptist and dealing with Herod the Tetrarch. And and let's let's be honest, how committed to this uh, perspective was John the Baptist? Well, he was imprisoned, and then he was beheaded. Yeah. See, you and I have to decide, do, do we believe that, that the, the Bible, the Word of God, is it important? Is it, is it relevant to what we're trying to live out in this world? Now, are, are the African bishops trying to be disrespectful of the Pope? Not at all. Not at all. Are they trying to be loving towards the people within their uh, part of the world that are you know, being told that same-sex relationships will prove fruitful in their lives? Yes, they have to deal with that the same way you and I do. We have to love those people. We have to show them what the Word of God uh, says about it, and we, we invite them towards the kingdom standard. When, when John the Baptist spoke to Herod, he was trying to get him to repent, and it didn't work. But he was still trying to get him to repent. And so you and I have to find ways to communicate lovingly, kindly, and, and, and godly ways to speak into our world today. And, and that's why this is so important. We, we struggle because it's so easy to be drowned out by all the noise and all the questions and all this. And, and the Pope, unfortunately, I think he's missing it on this. And, and you may suffer from that if you're from a Catholic background. Whatever church you're a part of, you need to decide, and you need to talk to your church. Say, where do we stand on these issues? How can I support the leadership to be biblical today? You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. I'm Pastor Doyle Jackson, in for Bob today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.